Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast by Helpful Goat Gaming. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. Happy Holidays! The world of Banya cracks in anticipation of the approaching storm. Its lands strain against unnatural forces, and warnings of what is to come have been carefully placed among its people. Warnings that led us to a few tieflings, goliaths, drow, and halflings. But how can this unlikely family of broken people stop a force that has been generations in the making? What strength is left in the bonds of friendship? everyone uh welcome so welcome to goats and dragons the podcast uh where hopeful gaming plays dungeons and dragons you're gonna see us record it live right now should be a good time should be a blast so i'm about to introduce the players this evening uh and as i do if you don't mind uh highlighting uh, your own pronouns as well as that of your characters that would be super helpful uh i am andrew gilbert he him his the benevolent dictator of helpful goats but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing the tiefling sorcerer Charity. Hey, everybody. Um, Galway, pronouns he, him, his. And I play Charity, whose pronouns are also he, him, his. Lena, playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hi, Lena. She, her, hers. Um, Stormbringer is also she, her, hers. Adam, playing the halfling rogue Burbage Kemp. Hi, everybody. Greetings from Pittsburgh, where I just moved. I'm so excited to be here. Um, my pronouns are he, him, his, and my character Burbage Kemp's pronouns are also he, him, his. Uh, our guest for this evening, for a few sessions, Rachel, playing a mysterious person named Clem. I'm Rachel. She, her, hers, and I pay pay no i don't <laughs> pay anybody uh i play clem or clementine who is also she her hers and darcy playing the tiefling cleric hakari hello i am darcy and my pronouns are they them theirs and hakari's pronouns are she her hers 
And tonight's song goes out to Stormbringer. This is not in my range, so please bear with me. <laughs> I just like that as, as Darcy announces this, I'm just like, and lean back in chair. Get <clears throat> She's tall and a little gigantic, a little gigantic. At night she's screaming, fight me. Tall and a little gigantic, <sighs> makes enemies frantic. At night she's screaming, fight me. She likes to be always messing in our shit. It ain't no blessing. Traumatized by white tiger guys. She can't sleep. She just can't help it. No, no. She might be the queen of a Goliath tribe unseen. No, oh no. She's saying yes, yes, yes. It causes her much stress. She's fierce and a little gigantic. Makes others pedantic. And when she rages best, run the fuck away. Tall and a little gigantic. Makes enemies frantic. At night she's screaming, f f f f fight me. That was phenomenal. Beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Are we making that canon also, like in world? Like was Hikari singing that as yes. as Clem ran up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last time, spending more quality time with the Bovalian Ravagers, the group got to know them a bit more, and had time to discuss their own travels. A few days of wandering the world. Uh, passed before finally the cabin lighted on the mysterious mountain peaks of Bovalia. Stormbringer recognized the area as the stomping grounds of her old nomadic tribe. Uh, the night before Burbage had felt a strange connection to Shenick and his own brother Avery, Charity is trying to make sense of his own part in the grander schemes of gods, while also trying to piece together his friend's pasts, and Hikari is singing loudly as the group says goodbye to the children and heads across the rocky stream into the mountains. Now, as you gather wits and your bearings, a small gnome bounds down from the, the mountain cliffs uh, amidst the boulders and onto the worn path in front of you. Rachel, would you like to describe what they see? Yeah, so you see an old crouched gnome woman in a big, like, dingy cloak, and she is just covered in bags. It's bags on bags on bags tied around her with baskets stacked up on her back, and they're just chock full of fun goodies, different animal parts, plant roots, random liquids, bases, acids, emulsifiers, you name it. Uh, she looks clean, <laughs> just very weathered. Uh, she has stark white hair and teeth, bright green eyes, and is a whopping three foot, one inches tall. And she also has a big, glorious ginger beard. And there is a big, fat cigar sticking out of her mouth. <laughs> nice. I love it. Love it. So, all of you see this as Akari uh, finish up, uh, finishes up her song about Stormbringer. What would you all like to do? Ha! Ah, who's that? <laughs> is that a Goliath? No, this gnome is this. It's a, how tall are gnomes compared to 
Halflings. Uh, slightly shorter, yeah. Oh, Actually, shit. My player's handbook's slightly taller. Oh, really? It's commonly misunderstood that oh. gnomes are shorter than halflings, but halflings are actually shorter and squatter. Well, how tall is Burbage? Like three feet? The ranges overlap, so it depends. Yeah, I'm on three you. foot one, so. She's going to flex on you for that. All Wait, night. Let, me, let me see. Let me look at my character sheet. This is important. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Burbage is exactly three feet. You're three yes. foot one? <laughs> yep. All right, so my so my line stands. Oh, my God, is that one of your Goliath friends, Stormbringer? <laughs> no, I think it's a child. I mean, like, like it doesn't look like a child, right? Because it's really, like, wrinkly. But maybe it's it's a nut child? I don't know. But it's not a Goliath, and it shouldn't be here. She's running right at us, like... Like, just like with a kind of a slow jog. And she's just coming straight at us. We've probably got a solid 20 seconds before she gets here, too. <laughs> she's really slow. I think she's so short because she's a child and children are very small. On the off chance, are you trying to murder us? Because if so, I would request you stop running towards us. If you're trying to murder us, I will fuck you up. Uh, <laughs> no? Oh, well, okay, continue running then. We're over here. Do you see us? Come. You're running right at us. If you don't deviate from your current path. Typical halfling wit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say the name Stormbringer? No, 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 he didn't. No, I did not. I did not. I said, uh, I said Snow Mountain Baller. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I insight check that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, no. Go ahead and give me a deception check, Burbage. Let's do this. First roll. Woo. I know. Well, Lena and I kind of talked at the same time, yeah. so I don't know if, if we want we to give... each other? Can uh, we assist each other in our deception? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so Burbage, give me with advantage. I'm also just going to say that above Burbage, Charity is sadly shaking his head. <laughs> Are you giving Burbage guidance with your head shake? <laughs> God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eight, 18. Okay. Oh, dang. It's one more. Uh, so, yes, so Rachel, you just barely uh, kind of squint. Didn't seem right, but why would they lie about that? That sounds weird. Um, probably they're telling the truth. That's kind of what you get from them. Um, well, you were, and, and it was like you were running up to us. It was at a distance. Yeah, yeah right, and yeah. So, yeah, you just must have misheard us. We said, we said Snow Mountain Baller. <laughs> oh, you know, that sounds real similar. So, I mean, I get it. Uh, so I'm Clem. What's your name? And I kind of turn from Burbage and and go with my hand out to to Stormbringer. It's, I'm like about to. Oh, I'm okay. Never mind then. Fuck me. I guess. I'm a snow mountain baller, small child. How old are you? About three, three, three years old. I mean, you're close. Just just a bit more. Four. She will literally continue doing this in increments of one. So please skip to something closer. Closer. Try again. No, I... Five? Are you five years old? That's so <laughs> old for a little child. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and then I'm going to turn to whoever else is next to... So who'd be next to Stormbreak? Either Charity or Hikari. Probably Hikari, yeah. Okay, I'll turn to Hikari and stick out my hand. I'll shake your hand. What's your name? Um... Good start. Ricard. No, your name... Hikari. Uh, Message cantrip Hikari. You said last time... <laughs> five minutes ago, that your name would be Rosemary Sinclair. Oh, that's right! Right. I say that out loud. I mean Rosemary Sinclair. Y'all get real confused about your names, huh? I know. Well, Rosemary, it's lovely to meet you. And then I'll turn to, to Charity next. I'm Clementine. You could call me Clem. A pleasure to meet you, Clem. I'm Calorin Charity of the family, and ironically, I'm the one with the most cause to be confused about my name. <laughs> so, do I have to call you all of that, or is there like... Charity, fine. Okay, thank you. And then I'll turn to Burbage and be like, Hello, Clem. Hello, Clem. I'm looking up at you. I don't know why I'm making this one-inch difference different than every other character I've met in this campaign who's much and taller. And I stand up a little bit taller as I look at you. like Hop on a rock. <laughs> Hello, Clem. Pleasure to meet you. My name is Burbage Kemp. D.O.D. Defender of Diefield. Uh, you might have heard of me. And that's fine now, because the crimes for which I was wanted prior... Oh, you're a criminal. Wrong. You know, I'm not surprised well, with your I'm type. Not, I wasn't, you know, I used to be a criminal. Now I'm a reformed adventurer. I'll believe that when I see it. Well, you're looking at me now, honey. Charity's gonna lean over. Didn't you say you were gonna be going with either Theodrick or Attaché Adric? Hey! Message and trip charity, you said your real name, and I'm just trying to toe the line, that's all. I always said I was going to use my real name. Oh, sh Uh, Clem, I, you know, I just realized I had a bit of confusion around my name. <laughs> it is, in fact, Atasheadric. <laughs> that's so different. Oh. I don't understand how you got confused. I mean, it seems close. Charity's gonna sort of, gonna lean down. He gets confused a lot. Well, tell us why, don't you? You only have the one name your entire life. Have you never entered into strange situations where identity was, you know, kind of contested and dangerous and had to be mitigated somehow with a fake name? You mean where I had to lie like a halfling? <laughs> What's this? Excuse. All right. I feel like that's the second racist halfling remark. I'm sorry. It's just, it's been a while since I've seen anyone that wasn't a Goliath or a giant. I'm a little, I'm a little rusty. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so rude. I'm going <laughs> to give you the benefit of that. The benefit. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. I got this line. I believe I'm in just, you, Atashe Adric. You'll have to just excuse me for being a bit flabbergasted, a bit flustered at what could be taken by a less gracious halfling as a kind of thinly veiled racist remark. But I'm going to give you the benefit 
of a doubt. The doubt. Benefit of a doubt? Charity. Is it a doubt or the doubt? Charity. <laughs> the. the? It's I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, Clem. Now. Nailed it. We've got questions for you. and I'm You sure know what, Attaché Adric? I'm also going to give you the benefit of the doubt. So let's, we'll just both be on the same footing. I mean, my All footing right. will be a little bit taller than yours, <gasps> but. Oh, you think? Oh, I'm going to stand on tippy toes. Can I get a bit taller than than her, Andy? Uh, on your tippy toes? Just slightly. But it's mostly just drawing even. Yeah. Okay. All right. I could, okay. I could pick you up, Ashley Drake. Do you want me to pick you up? No, not right now. Storm. Snow. Mountain baller. So as you can see, we're not always so great with words, Clem. Um... But uh, what brings you out to the mountains to be mostly around, as you mentioned, goliaths and giants? Yeah, little children shouldn't be in the mountains on their own. She's not, not a child. Not a child. It's true. I like this one. She's funny. Uh, I live here. I've lived here for a really, really long time. No, the goliaths live here. Yeah, we're buds. No. We're all buds. Snow Mountain Baller? That's possible. You know how you and I are quote-unquote buds? Yeah. It's just as possible for no, other goliaths I mean, to be buds with this gnome person. No, okay, no, because I would know if there was a gnome, right? Like, like I'm a goliath. I know everything about goliaths. How, how long? All right, let's... Okay, backstory time. How long has it been since you were here and... The Bavalian Mountains, where you grew up, Snow Mountain Baller. You ask that like that's something that I put in my backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I think I had just left, um, like, maybe a year ago or something. Well, now it would be a year and a half. At the opening of the campaign, it was yeah. not very long ago. Okay. Yeah, okay. it hadn't so been that long. Andy, how long would you say that Clem has been in these mountains then? Uh, you've been in the mountains for probably about 40 years or so now. Yeah. Just but then how long have I known the Goliaths? Uh, that whole time? Various or? tribes. You had some trade dealings with uh, with the various tribes in this area for like the last like probably 10 or 15 years. Uh, so you just do you but you don't travel with the Goliaths, since... No, I'm more of a loner. So, I really just, uh, I'm an artificer by trade. I just really love to have, to be in, you know, in nature, and be near all the plants, and all the weird animals, and all the different things, and I'm really good at finding that stuff, and so I came out here to be closer to it, and further away from certain people, and, uh, the Goliaths just kind of... Help me out. I give them what they need. They give me a little bit of social interaction when I finally feel like I maybe need a little bit of social interaction. You know what I mean? You can only be alone for about, you know, two years or so before you start going a little crazy and talking to yourself a little too much. Sure. Yeah. Hey, here's a question. Have any of the Goliaths ever picked you up and put you in a bag around their back in order to achieve some secret purpose <laughs> not to my recollection i uh 
I do go to their, uh, to all their important ceremonies, though. Yeah, somebody just died recently, and I was, like, I was at their burning. Who died? And I would have known if there was a gnome who went to all the important ceremonies. You, definitely you know there's, don't. like, a lot of Goliath tribes out here, right? Like, a bit... No, but you don't get it. Like, I'm a baller. I know everything about all the Goliath tribes. I don't know okay. what a baller means. I'm. So... Do you, are you good with balls? Do you juggle? No, it's a code. It's a code, Clem. Because, Clem, because, because it's a code, and I would know, because I know everything about all the Goliaths, and you weren't ever at any of the important ceremonies, so who are you really? And also, who died? Yeah, Andy, I would know who died, right? Like, uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, one of the, one of the real nearby clans, uh, just had their leader die a few months ago. Yeah, one of the nearby clans, insert name here, had the really important <laughs> leader, insert name here, die a few months ago. You're talking very strangely. Attaché, Adric, I don't think you're in a place to judge right now. <laughs> so this was the insert name here clan led by insert name here? <laughs> yeah, it's a weird place. I mean, you know, Goliaths are kind of literal, right? And so maybe they just hadn't thought of a name yet, and so they just kind of put that in there, right? You know that about Goliaths. I mean, I see you're traveling with this Bala. I mean, there is, like, an insert name here, Clan. Yeah. <laughs> Stormbringer, what was your mother's name? I don't even remember if I wrote that in my backstory, but I don't remember it. Um, let's go with... Vicky, Vicky Rock Punisher. Rock Punisher. I love it. Uh, that was the name that uh, Clem gave you. Yeah, it was a, it was a Rock Punisher. I was there at her burning. A month ago? But I saw... She was a great leader, you know, and we really traded a lot. And then she died recently, and I was there to pay my respects, you know? I thought all the rock punishers had died a while ago. Um, and also, I I don't like you. <laughs> oh. Well, we've only just met, so I mean, I guess I could go. I just saw you. I heard the song from far no, away. I and mean, how, did, how, did, how did Vicky Rock Punisher die? I'm not, you know, I don't have a stake in this race. I'm just asking because that's small talk, right? Asking about how people die. It's like how you make small talk as a Goliath. So how did she die? Give me a history check there, Clem. Ooh. A 22. 22. Um, interesting. Yeah. So you, uh, as someone who just sort of trades, you can attend these things every once in a while, but you are not privy to much information. Uh, Clem. However, um, you did kind of ask around, um, and it did seem like there was, uh, there must have been a struggle for power, um, but both people in that struggle died, um, and uh, they were honoring Rock Punisher at that at that particular time. So it seems like someone challenged her for. Uh, leadership of the tribe. Um, you know, things can be a bit weird here in the Goliath tribes. I mean, yeah. you seem like a very nice Goliath yourself, but 
it's uh there was somebody challenged her for for power and they fought and then they both died and i only really made it to her burning because you know i just kind of passed through so that's about the extent of the information that i have right yeah that makes sense um who took over just you know i know that because i'm a goliath but i'm testing you this is the name that you gave me andy that i know for who took oh no because it probably yeah the current leader dawn protector then yeah dawn protector okay uh there's somebody named dawn protector but they haven't really been around much lately they're you know i i haven't seen them around because i've heard they've been off doing something but i just know the name what, what have they been off doing that you've heard they're uh they're looking they're looking for uh they're looking for some other Goliath. It was, uh, you know, you know the name I thought I heard earlier? That oh, Stormbringer? Yeah. That's yeah. what they're looking for. I think that's why I just, I think I was hearing things. I was thinking about what I just heard about Dawn Protector and, you know, and so it must have just been that I mixed yeah. it up. So that's who they're yeah. looking for, is Stormbringer. We should go. We're in these mountains by mistake. We took a wrong turn. And anyway, we meant to be at the beach. So let's <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Message cantrip Stormbringer. Remember when I thought that Theodric was looking for me for and 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 you know I was I wasn't sure whether he was looking for me because he was mad at me for accidentally killing his father yeah. or but there was also this kind of possibility that maybe he was looking for me because you know he was still in love with me and wanted to forgive me for accidentally killing his father. I really just want to imagine that you're message cantripping and not saying anything, but you're just doing air I'm quotes. Doing, I'm doing the air quotes. Yeah, for sure. In real life. Just like... Yeah, I'm doing those. You just see them so, staring at each other. So maybe Dawn Protector is looking for you the way Theodric was looking for me, which is as a totally love-motivated, non-secret-holding NPC from our backstory. I'm gonna look at charity while this is happening and just be like, do they uh, this do this often? Yeah, this Long, meaningful looks? Are they like an item? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I mean, I've seen weirder things. We're not an item. Oh, you're here. Sorry. You seem you're really here. distracted. Sometimes, you know, 95% of communication is between people's faces as they stare silently at each other, mouthing words. <laughs> Fair. It, like I said, I've been in the mountains for about 40 years, and most of that time is by myself, so I might have forgotten a few uh, of the intricacies of human oh. interaction. I hope you'll oh. forgive me if I'm a little yeah. awkward. That's fine. Things have changed out there, Clem. Things have gotten real weird. Stormbringer, message cantrip. Just try to get a sense of why Dawn Protector's looking for you. Okay, but if I get a bad sense, we're gonna go to the beach and find the book, the, the protector of Arcanum, a different way. Okay, well, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, just sort of a heads up. I don't think that's an option, but go ahead. Hey, um, Clem, um, so, like, just because I'm curious, I know this also, I'm just still testing you. Um, you seem to really know a lot. I'm impressed by all your knowledge. Yeah, I know everything about the Goliaths Club. Um, but, like, 
why is Dawn Protector looking for this this Stormbringer? Yeah, I have no idea. I'm not really like a. I mean, as you noticed, I am a small gnome lady. I'm not really like a political insider with them. I'm just, uh, we're kind of friends. I'm not really like a political advisor. They don't really share all their deep inner tribal laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We people don't usually get a voice. I understand. You're very small, scrawny uh, arms. I am. It's true. I'm small and weak, but I'm pretty good with, uh, with, uh, leaves and, and, uh, and mixing them together to, to, to heal you up or maybe poison you. Oh. Hey, that's really good. You gotta find you gotta find you know your niche wherever you can and do good. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. That's really nice of you. For the first time since like this sort of conversation has started, Charity doesn't look either mi- like mildly pained, and if they like leaves to either heal you or poison you, go on. I mean, I don't generally poison people. Like I not anymore. Like that I might have done. So, how do I put this? I just, I really like to make things. I really like to invent things. I don't really like to hurt people. Sometimes the things that I make end up hurting people. I don't really like that. But I just like making things. I like making potions and I like making items. I mean, I trained a lot and uh, I learned a lot. And uh, now I just come here and try and do it myself without anybody taking over my items and using them for their own devices. Because... Because I don't like that. I like to be in control of my things. Again, I don't feel like that was hypothetical. That seemed specific. But I also am interested in medicinal arts and sometimes in the anti-medicinal arts. (laughs) Perhaps we can have fun conversations. Do you perhaps have any idea where this tribe of Goliaths uh, might be at the moment? Oh yeah, for sure. I know where all the Goliaths are. I follow their paths and where their things are. Yeah. Is there any chance you were headed towards any of the tribes at the moment that we could follow along with you? Nope. <laughs> Fair. But I could be if you if it's uh, you make it worth my while. Oh, I see. I know exactly what she's saying. I know this type... One hundred percent. What are you saying? <laughs> you g- give me some goods, and I'll give you some services. All right. Speaking of goods and services and items and devices, before we get ahead of ourselves and go check out the Goliaths, which, let's be honest, could be quite dangerous, Clem. You wouldn't happen to have in one of those many bags you're covered in a book, by any chance? I mean, I got lots of books. (gasps) I live here for 40 years by myself. Do you think that I didn't bring some literature? I request formally a list of your book inventory. What? How about if you employ my services the next time I sit at the campfire, I'll make a full inventory for you. Alright. Fair. We'll hire you to guide us through the Bavalian Mountains. Charity, you have money. Pay the gnome. Oh, do I really seem like I need money out here in the mountains? I'm also fairly sure I have the least money of any of us. <laughs> 
Oh, right. You keep spending money on, like, fancy magical objects that are going to benefit the entire group. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. How much money are we paying? Well, she doesn't want money, does she? Clem just said she's above money. Oh. What are you, a socialist? Is that what you are? It's... I mean, yeah, I think that'd be great if we could all just maybe take care of each other in ways, you know. But anyway. I like you. Um, <laughs> money's not really, like, a thing in the mountains. There's not a whole lot of, like, stores that I just go to and give them some gold. And they give me food. Like, I could use something neat. I like trinkets. Oh, you like trinkets. Okay. So, right. you know, for each one of your passages... You each just give me a trinket, and I'll take you to the Goliaths. I don't know what a trinket is. Do you want a water skin? I'm going to pull out, like, a broken, like, little, like, clockwork person that I tried to make. Like, just, like, a little, like, thing of cogs and stuff, but it, like, very obviously is weird and out of place and doesn't exactly work. It's got, like, springs sticking out of it. And I say, this is a trinket. It's just something neat and strange and different. I don't have that. I have a spear. I mean, spe I, spears are pretty cool. I don't have spears. Okay, do you want a spear? You can have a spear. I don't use it because I have the big thing. Yeah. yeah, give me a spear. Cool, yeah. Also, I don't think we need this Clem to guide us. Like, I know the mountains, but if y'all want to, this is fine. I just think we'd be fine. Here's a spear. Yeah, did you also know, I mean, you seem to know a lot, so I'm just double-checking with you that you knew all of this to make sure that our knowledge is linked. <laughs> uh, that there's, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, like, I sent some people out to gather some stuff for me, and they never came back. And, uh, there's, there's been some, I don't know, things seem a little strange right now in the mountains. It might be better if you have somebody who's traveled them for 40 years to really show you the way. <laughs> hey, I think that's super ageous because I'm only like 20 years old, so that's not really fair to me. Really? I, I thought you were five. Ah, you five. You're five. She got you, Snowballer. <laughs> Wait, what group of people did you send out? Did you happen to send out some like weird monsters that eat things with their ribcages? No, I generally don't employ monsters to gather my uh, items. But I wouldn't mind finding a monster that destroys rib cages. I think that'd be really neat to study and maybe I could find something cool on them. There was nothing cool. Nothing cool. <laughs> Dead frogs everywhere. <laughs> Dead frogs everywhere. Okay, but like, what else has been going on in the mountains? Like, just people like not coming back just means they like have a bad work ethic or don't like you, or whatever. People just go away for all sorts of reasons. Sometimes they're exiled. Sometimes they just get a different job. You know, it's it's really very common. So what else strange stuff? Just to make sure we're on the same page, because I know strange stuff too. I just want to make sure we know the same strange stuff. Andy? Yes? What other strange things? I know you mentioned that, like, some stuff had happened. And... Um... The or giant, maybe I'm misremembering. The giant elk herd uh, that was supposed to come down this winter never came down from the north. That seemed weird. Um, this house that appeared out of nowhere is certainly weird. Oh, you mean our house? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um, like, this morning you saw a Goliath kind of just on their own, walking through the trees, dragging like their axe behind them. And Goliaths aren't usually alone like that. Um, yeah. I relay those things. Uh, uh, Dom and Dragons alert. Dom and Dragons alert for listeners. That first item in Andy's list has a connection with our special campaign featuring Dominic Monahan, Dom and Dragons, which you can find in the Goats and Dragons podcast feed. Now, back to our regular programming. That's like a little weird, yeah, like... I mean, okay, fine. I guess you can come. You can have a spear, and yeah, it's it's cool. You seem like a nice short person anyways. Um, I don't know how old you are. You're very confusing about it, but that's okay. <laughs> Akari, what are you giving Clem? Um, I have some manacles. Hakari yeah, hands you these pink fuzzy manacles. Why are they <gasps> pink and fuzzy? They are definitely pink and fuzzy. Oh, Clem's eyes get really big. <gasps> what are these? Um, they're things that you can put around someone's wrist so they can't get away. <laughs> oh, I bet I could put some magic on them to make them even more fun. Okay, okay, that one's good. Oh, shit. Burbage is looking in his bag. He was, like, so close to handing... Clem the manacles and wand that he had found at Israq Devere's and had used on Arbin. Yeah. And now he's like, oh shit. Hakari beat me to it. Are they different manacles though? Yeah, they're different, but he doesn't want to seem like he stole the idea from you. So now he's like panicking, going through his bag. He like finds the fire blight cult mask, the cultist oh, yeah. mask that he's been carrying for like so long. And he's like, Oh, he feels torn. He doesn't want to give that because, like, it's coming so handy over the year, over the years. Definitely gotten you out of a over lot the... of scrapes, and into some scrapes, I imagine. Oh. So instead, he's gonna pull out. All right, I got just the thing for you, Clem. I have for you a cow trap. Yeah, one one cow trap. All right, I'll give you two, <laughs> count them two, caltrops. <laughs> right? All right. I guess you can't expect much more from it. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's really nice of you. <gasps> from a what? From a what? From a defender of Diefield? From a person who keeps forgetting the name. That's all <laughs> I meant. I, I figured you might be I having forget, some trouble. I didn't forget my name. My name is Thaedruxak. Hello. Ooh. I thought it was Atashadric. Well, well. So we got Theodrexa, Atashadric, and Burbage Kemp, and two Caltrops. I mean, you seem like a troubled boy, so it's fine. I'll take your Caltrops. I'll give you a third Caltrop to forget at least one of those names. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it, Burbage Camp. All right, three caltrops for the gnome. <laughs> Can't believe that works. Are you still holding that little sort of clockwork figure mm -hmm. out? Um, and it's sort of like like springs have popped and broken on it. Cherry's gonna be like, well, um, I have these uh, sling bullets that I can give you, but also perhaps this. 
Um, and he's going to pass his hand over it uh, and cast Mending. Uh -huh. So what happens to my cool little clockwork man that's all broken and funky? Assuming like it has like a normal appearance, like I could think, oh, this is a humanoid shape, etc. It'll just sort of form more to that. I yeah, assume. it's it, there. Are a couple, a couple like gears that were bent in it are now like uh, straightened. Uh, a couple sort of rips of uh, the thin metal have now kind of gotten uh, adhered back together. It doesn't technically work in a clockwork fashion yet, but it actually it looks nice. Uh, it looks clean. The materials yeah. are more better. It feels Ooh, like a small it's pretty person again. Yeah. Thank you. That was very nice of you. What were the other things you mentioned? Uh, sling bullets. Okay, yeah, I'll take those too. I don't have a sling, but I can figure something out. I'll hand you a sling. Maybe forget, I don't know, two and a half of the other names. <laughs> and I just take it and immediately start swinging it. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> What does a clockwork automaton do? Asks Cookie C Monster in the chat. Oh, this does nothing. I am, I have no idea how to actually make them properly. <laughs> so it's just a little man that's made of springs, and it's just it's mended now, but it doesn't actually do anything. It doesn't work. Yeah, it's it's close. You're like you've been working on it for a long time, and you kind of nearly cracked it, um, but you're having trouble sort of powering it. Uh, I thought I could make like a, a little jumping man, you know, like a little guy where you'd wind him up and he would just jump on his little feet. But instead he kind of like exploded into a thing of springs. So now he's not exploded no more. So I appreciate no more. that. That would be cool if you could make it. I mean, I think this is cool too. Thanks. Oh my God. Look at Lena's cat. Hi, Buck. Kitty. Buck. All right, so uh, you guys have all paid your dues. Shall we uh, Shall we head off into the mountains? Is there any uh, particular Goliath tribe you're looking for? Or just any Goliath tribe? First one we come across? I think... Wait, is there a particular one? There's not. Uh, one. Yes, there, there would be because they sort of all split up. Um... So you'd be looking for uh, Dawn Protector's tribe. Can we really quick? I thought Mountain Splitter came to see me and said my mom was already dead, like more than a yeah, month a ago. few months ago. Yep. Yeah, it was a couple months ago yeah, that I saw the burning and stuff happened. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And the tribes have split up since yeah. then. Okay. Um, um, so the, the Dawn Protector person, you said they were, like, gone, right? Gone. Yeah, I've never actually away. met them. I just heard their name. Okay, um, then maybe we're looking for insert name of tribe here. <laughs> oh, good, okay, yeah. I was, you know, it's been a while since I visited that tribe, so I think the... that we'll definitely go to that one. I can take you there. The White Fangs, yes. The White Fangs? Yeah. The Remember that my name is Snow Mountain Baller. Yep, you're a baller. I got it. And, um, can you punch? <laughs> and I just, like, really, as fast as I can, just, like, punch her thigh. <laughs> okay. Attack roll, attack roll. You need an attack roll, Clem. So I don't have a martial attack set up, okay. so I just need to roll a d20, right? Uh, it'd be a strength attack, yeah. So add whatever strength you have. 
add? I have one, thank you. <laughs> or subtract me. A twelve. A twelve. Yeah, you punch Stormbringer's leg, uh, kind of glancing off of it a little bit. Uh, Stormbringer, it was cute, but it didn't hurt at all. <laughs> okay, never mind. It was a nice thought. Um, but thank you for your, your efforts. I mean, asked and received, right? I didn't, you didn't ask if I could punch hard. Can you punch hard? No. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. That's okay. But I could do other neat things. Can you do any neat things that might fuck up my face a lot? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I really like, I would just love it if you would make my face look super fucked up. I, I mean, I can. Okay, are you sure? I'm. And I look over at Charity because Charity seems to be. Non lethally, if possible. I mean, I got some acid. <laughs> Could I splash some acid on your face? <laughs> That sounds like something's permanent. I mean, nothing's permanent. I can heal you, and it's fine. Here. Uh, uh, Clem, get get on my shoulders. I'll lift you up, and you can just throw that acid right in Melonbola's face. I can also throw it 60 feet. I don't <laughs> think she's that tall. <laughs> I can also throw it 60 feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind, Miss... Three foot one? Maybe we have an option that doesn't involve permanent scarring. Well, no, but we're going to sting them said that she could fix it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got... I can cure your wounds. Does that fix scars? I mean... No. <laughs> Alright, we don't... We don't need to do this. Melon baller? Here. Can I look through... Melon baller? Can I look through, like, my... Do I have any, like, weird tinctures that I could, like, rub on her face to do weird things? Uh, only if she was, like, um, only, only if she was sort of allergic to something. Um, which, you have so much stuff, it's possible she's allergic to one thing you have. But it would take time. Do you have any allergies? Not that I know of, just rub it all over me and see what stuff. Guys, this isn't necessary, just take what the fire What are we doing mask. here? Melonballer, just wear my fire blight coat mask. I'm not sure that it's a good idea for people to think I'm in a cult. Wait, I have a thing that might be a thing. Give me a minute. <laughs> Let me rummage through my bags. A thing that might be a thing. Okay. I'm really good with the words. <laughs> Charity's going to sort of turn his head to his shoulder. Seamus, do you want to play with the other bag children? Ah, that might be bad. I'm curious, Andy, would Burbage fit inside Seamus? Yeah. He definitely. Oh my god. Let's keep that in mind for a future scene. <laughs> no one, no one tell him the ramifications of that. No one in chat, <laughs> go away, be quiet. <laughs> Let's just let Adam believe that that's a good idea. Please. I was just going to specify that Seamus is a sentient item and therefore this plan or Jake requires, requires the Seamus, Seamus consent. consent. Yeah, I was say, for sure. The consequences. Oh hell no! I'll, I'll let those play out live. Uh, Andy. Yes. I have a special thing that every time I wake up, I make an elixir. Okay. And it lasts, and it's that day. Uh huh. Um, and it's random what it is. So can we roll for saying I made one when I woke up this morning? Sure. 
basically I uh, roll a d6 and it will okay. tell me one of the possibilities is something that could help. Okay. Yeah, go for it. So I'm going to roll my d6. And it's every morning I do it. So, like, it'll be a... Five. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I made a potion this morning, but uh, all it does is let you fly. <laughs> but every once in a while, I make a neat potion that lets you change however it is that you look. Ooh. Into whatever you want to transform into. Yeah, sounds like perfect. Yeah, but I'm I'm not super good at it. They're kind of like experiments that I'm still working out. So sometimes you fly, sometimes you just walk really fast. <laughs> sometimes you just walk really fast. <laughs> like on an like a, or what are those things in airports? Yeah, it's like you're on one of those people movers at an airport, right? That'd you know, awesome. you're just walking slightly faster than everybody else. That also sounds good. I should get to the beach. All right, well, this is perfect. How about this, Clem? Why don't you guide us a bit of the way into the mountains? We can set up camp in the mountains around a fire. You can share with us your book inventory. And then in the morning, you can do another elixir, and we'll see if maybe it would be useful for us. How about that? Yeah, it works for me. You could tell me stories of the outside world. Oh, we've got plenty of stories. The Goliath tribe is probably about a day's away, so you could get pretty close, um, make camp, and then head in if you wanted to. That would put you there probably mid-morning tomorrow. We do that. Star swipe. All right, <clears throat> just follow me up the mountain. All right. Clem takes you through um, through the path uh, that is somewhat worn further into the mountain, into the pine trees, past bubbling brooks. Um, the snow is is still pretty thick, a little bit higher up. Um, and Clem does climb elevation a, a little bit. So it's starting to get colder. It's starting to get uh, a little bit icier. Um, you have to kind of be careful and go a little bit slower on a few rocky areas than you thought. But Clem, you, you are sure-footed in this area. Um, you know the way entirely, so you don't have to roll a survival check or anything right now um and probably about two or three hours into your trek um clem you you kind of catch out of the corner of your eye down into the valley a little bit a, a bit of movement and at first you think it might just kind of be a like a deer or something stuck in some some brush um but then sort of out of the other side uh there's that goliath again walking just kind of almost stumbling like they have a limp just a little bit um and just kind of walking south hey that's the that's the that's the goliath i saw earlier this morning they're acting real weird oh this can only mean good things the goliaths usually aren't like i mean they're usually better at like hiding in the mountains and don't just drag their axes should we should we check on them maybe they know that we need and then we don't have to go anywhere I can try and talk to him. I usually try and avoid when things look like they might kill me, because, you know, it's kind of how you survive in the mountains. But And you're super small, I understand. It's really hard, I'm sure, being Maybe you can come with me, then, since you're so big. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, just, my name is Snow Melonbala. Yep, Snow Melonbala. Got it. <laughs> 
It's not, no. It's not my name. Close enough. So Clem and Stormbringer are going to head down to that Goliath. Okay. Uh, who, is, any, is everyone else just chilling for a moment, or are you going with them? I'm going with them. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. What are you doing, Burbage? Uh, I don't know. I'll go if you go. Do you want to go? Should we go? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's go. Can you carry me? Are you as strong as Melon Baller? Me? Yeah, Kari, you've, we've never tried to have you carry me. We did have that sort of acrobatics thing that we did back on the ship that one time. True. Uh, and I collapsed. Okay. You could carry him. Sure. Okay, I'll do it. Like, want to ride piggyback? Yeah, piggyback. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Woo! Right. All right, so Hikari, give me a strength uh, or athletics check to carry Burbage down the down the Rocky Mountain. Let's so see. great in this slit. It shouldn't shouldn't be bad. You say that? Ah! <laughs> um, oh! So, oh no! Fail, of course. So, we were having fun for a minute, going woo! So Hikari's newfound empathy. Uh, with her family again <laughs> is, is is very eager to give Burbage a, a piggyback ride and you get lost in the moment just for a second. Uh, start kind of bouncing around from rock to rock. But again, it is a little slipperier yes. since it's icy up here. Um, and you go ahead and immediately slip off one of the one of the edges. Uh, start to tumble and bounce down this little ravine down to Is this like kind the of, Homer Simpson. Like? Yeah, yeah, down to this kind of prickly uh, bush down area. Uh, can I cast Featherfall on them, or they're not really falling, are they? They're not really falling. They're, they're kind of tumbling. bouncing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so each of you take nine uh, damage. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, did I see that coming? <laughs> like, can I have that? No, 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 no. We're like you down there going. You wouldn't have asked We're laying down there now going. <laughs> uh, but you made it down first. Are they usually this um, uh, irresponsible? <laughs> yes. No, actually, this is an improvement in her mood. Team dynamics. <laughs> it's all right, Akari. We got here. That's all that matters. Ah, we did. This is also literally fair. He does not remember Hakari's code name. <laughs> he kind of remembers. <laughs> He kind of remembers Stormbringers at this point. He knows the ones that Burbage has used. He doesn't know which one he actually went <laughs> yeah. with. Hey, message Cantrip Akari. Rosemary Sinclair. More like Fell Mary Sinclair. <laughs> you just hear Hakari just giggling, giggling from the bushes down below. Um, like, ow. Oh God, ow. They may have gotten a concussion. History of brain injuries. You guys, uh, so you guys did make a decent amount of noise, uh, falling and giggling now. You think? You're Landing just in the bushes. To have fun. You mean not, as we we kept on wooing as we fell? <laughs> I just hold up the little flight potion that I have. It would have been yeah. good if somebody took this, huh? <laughs> uh, the rest of you are just being very careful, making your way down slowly. There's no to be made. So if you see, if you watch my guidance, I'll show you the good steps to take to get down, So, because I know all the good paths, and you'll be fine if you just follow me. This is neither the time nor the place, Clem. I really need to see a cartoon drawn of this. 
Um, and Charity uh, and Storm Stormbringer, your eyes immediately go to that figure that's walking away to see if they heard um, uh, Hakari and Burbage. They did not seem to. They seemed to just be straight ahead continuing. Um, which which like actually feels a little odd because they are making a decent amount of noise. Really? There's all these idiot non-Goliaths that always yeah. piggyback around on these rocks. So Charity's just gonna say, like, as 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 he's picking his way down with Stormbringer and Clem, so that scene pointing at the figure that's just still trudging on, that seems not great, right? Yeah, they're usually much more like on top of uh, paying attention to possible dangers, and that was a lot of noise to ignore. <laughs> at least half of which was. Oh, hey, Stormbringer, uh, Snow Mountain Baller is going to shout. Hey, hey, Goliath! What's up? What are you? What's what's? Hey, hey, hey! Shouting <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you're shouting that uh, as you're kind of traipsing down this ravine. Um, they probably hear you, but are not changing their path. They're just walking. How far away are they? Uh, only about only about a couple hundred feet, maybe, from Hakari and Burbage at the bottom. Um. And they're not moving fast, really. In fact, Hikari and Burbage, as you're climbing out of the bushes, uh, <laughs> you see a, a giant axe, uh -huh. like caught on some of the the brambles. Um, a good Goliath it's, size. Yeah, out? it's a Goliath size, sure. Okay. Um, caught on the brambles and stuff in here. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like it fell. It more looked like it hooked into something and then was left. Okay. Does that make sense? I'm going to investigate the rest of this bush and around where we find this axe. It's very curious. Okay. Yeah, give me an investigation check. I'll help. Okay. The last time Burbage went poking through the bushes, it went so When is the last time I went poking through bushes? Whoopsie berries. Oh, the whoopsie, whoopsie berries, berry. indeed. <laughs> Uh, Hakari's gonna help you, so go ahead and roll with advantage, Burbage. Eleven. Eleven, alright. Uh, with an eleven, you find definitely the axe. Um, the axe seems to have a bit of dried blood on it. Um, and then you're looking around, uh, you, you don't see much else. Uh, for a second, you thought you heard a jingle when you were moving part of the bush. Um, but then you can't find what made that jingle here. Sort of <laughs> getting your breath back and everything from the fall and it's uh at all you Rosemary. Yeah. There's this weird axe here, and for a moment I thought I heard a jingle. It was it sounded kind of like we've got axes, we've got spears, come to us cause we won't jeer. You heard that? <laughs> I thought I heard a jingle. Oh like but a probably jingle because... jingle. That was also my first thought, Adam. I'm really glad that you went there. We should probably go investigate that. I just didn't. We just did investigate it. I did yeah. it. You helped me. And all I found was this I axe. Know. And I think I heard a jingle. Okay. Um. Let's go. Let's catch up with. Let's catch up with Stormbringer and the others. Should we bring the axe? Uh, I mean, you fell past them, so they're catching up with you oh. about this. Okay, time. should we? Yeah. We got there faster. Do I recognize the Goliath? Uh, it was the same one that you saw this morning. Mm. Um, I mean, do I know their name? Like who they are? Oh no, no, you don't. Should we? Uh, you haven't gotten super close to them yet. Can we try? I kind of want to try to get the axe out of wherever it is. Okay, it's not hard. You just okay. kind of have to kind of 
stop pulling on it and push it a little bit, and okay. then it, it'll come free. Lena asked if Stormbringer would recognize the Goliath. I don't think. I'm not sure you heard it. It was very faint. Oh, I'm sorry. I only heard Rachel. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lena, yeah, you're checking him out. Give me a perception check, uh, Stormbringer. My name is Snowman Baller. It is. <laughs> 12. Uh, 12. Uh, yeah, I mean, from this angle, you can see they have some tattoos that, if you got close enough, would mark the tribe that they're in. Um, but from here, you can't quite tell. Okay, I'm gonna be trying to go, like, um, like, I'm getting close to them, I'm trying to get close to them, so I'm also in front of them. Um, if that makes sense, like, cut them off. Oh, try to, like, kind of swing wide and cut them off a little bit then? Okay. Yeah, I'm probably outpacing the shorter people yeah. at this point, because I'm trying to... I'm real fast! <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> Imagine an overhead shot of this, like, with this, so we, we're in, like, this tundra, this mountainous tundra, and we've got... Burbage and Akari. Akari's pulling out this axe with dried blood, and we've got this weird, mysterious uh, uh, Goliath kind of trudging a ways ahead of us, and we've got Stormbringer, Snow Melon Baller, kind of circling around, and like I'm just picturing this as like a shot in Fargo. <laughs> Is the Goliath wearing a big puffy orange coat? Uh, no, no. Sorry. All right. Jerry's gonna hand Clem like a, a biscuit from a ration pack. Snack. Oh, thank you. Maybe maybe just kinda hang back a little. I'm saying to kind of everybody. I don't know, this kinda seems a little weird. Like, I mean maybe they just can't hear for some reason. Like that's you know, like people are deaf sometimes and that's okay. But this is weird. Message cantrip, stonebringer, message cantrip, stonebringer, bush axe, bush axe, bush axe, bush axe. <laughs> what? Push axe, push axe, push axe, push axe. <laughs> what? Bush axe. Why are you saying bush axe? Is she out of range yet? Because I'm just going to keep saying bush axe. <laughs> yeah, okay. At this point, yes, yeah, you've run out of range. You don't hear a response to that. Um, and and uh, snow, snow baller, snow mountain snow baller, mountain snowstorm baller. mountain baller. Um, <laughs> You've you've uh, run across a very light stream, um, and maybe that's causing the Goliath ahead of you not to hear. Um, it's not very loud, though. Um, you sort of circle around them, uh, get in front of them, uh, and there's there's kind of an edge to this cliff, uh, and that stream becomes a bit of a waterfall uh, over the edge of that cliff. Um, and they're kind of walking toward it, uh, but still have about 100 or so feet. So you kind of get to the edge of that, turn back toward them uh, and are now in front of them, what would you like to do? Hey! 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 You're walking towards the edge of a cliff, and I don't know, maybe you didn't hear me before because of the stream? You see, Are you okay? There is no response. He's just kind of limping toward you, and you hear him kind of... Is he a zombie go like... What does he look like? Does he look okay? Um, yeah, so now that he's coming toward you, you're getting a lot closer. He does not look okay. He's got a, uh, a, a, his right arm seems out of its socket. Um, kind of limp at its, at his side as he's swinging it just a little bit. Uh, he has a giant bruise on the left side of his chest. Um, his, his furs, uh, that look like kind of a white, um, coarse haired animal fur is kind of drooped off to the side. Um, he doesn't have any weapons on him, it seems. 
Uh, and he's missing a few teeth uh, up front. So does he look badly beat up or zombified? He doesn't quite look undead right okay. now. Okay. But he definitely looks incredibly hurt. Okay. Is he responding at all to, like, my presence doesn't seem to or be. the noise I'm Yeah, making? I mean... Like, he's not looking at me or Right, uh, you don't really... I mean, he doesn't have pupils, necessarily. He's just kind of white-eyed. But he doesn't seem to be locking on. That's fair. Maybe that's something I mentioned when I asked how he looked, is that he doesn't have pupils. <laughs> well, most Goliaths don't have... The, they just kind of have the white of the eyes. Oh, right. oh they do? Okay. Yeah. Helps him see in the snow. Oh. <laughs> that makes no sense. Seems, seems like whatever. a thing. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to call back to Charity and Clem. Um, he looks really fucked up, y'all, and he's not responding to me. I think maybe something bad happened and he's, like, shell-shocked or something. Can you come can, come help out with, with the healing bits? You both heal. Yeah, I could do that, but you should also, like, maybe physically stop him from walking off the cliff? Because it looks like he's gonna do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I'm gonna approach him and try to keep him from walking off the cliff. Okay. As Clem and I also were walking in... Gonna brush like the last sort of crumbs of the crackers off of, off of his robes. And be like, oh, by the way, just based on how things usually go for us, this is gonna be something bad. <laughs> just heads up. Good to know. Y'all seem like a fun group. <laughs> uh, so you you sort of grab him by his arms and are just in front of him, uh, and he continues to walk forward, starting to kind of push you backward. Uh, do you want to make a strength check to actually grapple this person? Yeah. Or at least I'm going to like, stop him from moving. Alright, give me an athletics check. Check, not a save, right? Right, yeah. Athletics. Or strength, it's fine. Oh, athletics? I think athletics gives you a couple... Of well, I rolled a 22 anyways with normal spells. Also good. Way better than four. <laughs> so he's he's trying to kind of move forward. You can see his feet just starting to move again, but he's not moving. You've you've locked him up entirely. Um, he smells pretty bad, and you just kind of hear this kind of gurgling, bubbling breath uh, underneath him. Hey, hey, man, you seem really, really, really fucked up. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they're gonna come, they're gonna come help you, okay? And then we can talk about what happened because I need to know what's going on in the mountains. He's not paying any attention, just continuing to try to walk forward. Are Plum and Charity on their way to me? I was gonna say Charity's probably hustling a bit at this point. Yeah. So, so I'd say anyone who wanted to has has kind of caught up to you at this point. We'll, we'll join along with Clem and Charity, or Burbage will at least. Kakari, yeah. are you coming with too? Yeah. And while we're walking along, Burbage is just going to be like, Hey, Clem, I, I finally thought if you ever do have to get into a client's bag, you could call yourself Clemotional Baggage. <laughs> I feel like you might be making fun of me, but I like it. No, it just took me a long time browsing the Wikipedia page to find something to work. <laughs> I could be a Clementine first. <laughs> hey! 
All right, that's pretty good. Thank you. All right, let's let's go see what's going on with this zombie. Delight. Oh right, we're still dealing with like yeah, Goliath stuff. Yeah, this is a thing that we do sometimes, or it's what I do. Is that while intense things are happening, I sneak in little scenes like this. Isn't that fun? It is fun. <laughs> Thanks for including me. It's so nice to be included in little groups. Yeah, you're welcome. But hey, the last time I tried to include somebody in that group, they murdered him. So just be careful. <laughs> just a heads up. Good to know. I appreciate the warning. I'll be watching my back, I guess. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> also, at the uh, you know the, was the commotional baggage. And are you making fun of me? Charity's gonna sort of whisper, respond positively. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of turn the corner as uh, Stormbringer has this guy like wrapped up. Look up, then. Yep, that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, can I do just a med checks to see? Sure. Yeah. Like I, I kind of figured that even without the med check, I can see the injuries that you described to Stormbringer. Yeah. Um, but principally, I'm also looking for the if I can discern any cause of like this fugue state that he seems to be in. Sure. Yep, give me a med check. Oof. 26. 26. Uh, yeah, it's... it's. Uh, you gain a lot of information then from this. Um, he... You don't hear a heartbeat. Yeah, he's a zombie, I knew it. You hear the muscles and bones kind of grinding almost on each other. Um, which sounded sexual. I didn't mean that sexually. Okay. Um, well, it sounded sexual. No. We were mm, um, muscles and bones grinding so sexy. Um, <laughs> no one went there. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and uh, and you can you can tell that probably cause of death uh, was a, a brain trauma because there's definitely dried blood uh, leaking out the ear. Um, plus, yeah, the, the dislocated shoulder, broken ribs, uh, really giant bruise that is is right, sort of bleeding. done bruising, if that makes sense. There's, there's the blood is kind of just settling at this point uh, into the muscles. Called it. Called yeah, it. this zombie, is zombie, not good. It. So uh, Charity's gonna sort of, as we're sitting here, look at them. The, the rest of the group be like, uh, well. Do you want the most interesting result from my med check or the least interesting result? I just want all the results. I know what causes that. And it bites into you. <laughs> oh, now that's interesting. Uh -oh. I know what causes death and it's moving! <laughs> uh, does it, 16 probably doesn't hit you, is it? No, Sixteen does not hit me without. A okay, so he he tries to kind of gnaw on on your shoulder that's holding him, uh, and it hurts a little bit, but he's not actually piercing the skin. That person is dead. Oh shit, he's dead! I'm gonna like fling him away from me. All right, yeah, he kind of tumbles to the ground a little bit and slowly gets up uh, and starts heading south. Should we just uh, let him walk off the cliff if he's already dead? I kind of want to look at him, though. I think that maybe we could learn some things if I could just get maybe some skin samples and some blood samples and maybe some brain samples. I can make some tinctures. Um, I pull out my sword and try to chop off his head. <laughs> okay, give me an attack roll here. Uh, I'll do that for so you. So that we can keep his head and then we can just throw him the rest okay. of Wait, yeah, isn't this a thing that Kakari always does? Just chop off the head. I, if I don't understand it, I, I chop off its head. 
Oh no. Did I get a oh fucking one? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I chop off my own head and tumble in. Oh no. That's amazing. Uh, Two crit fails in a row. Excuse me. Uh, oof. Okay, so you're- I'm gonna need a break after this to get some chocolate pie. <laughs> your, your weapon, uh, you swing into it just wildly trying to chop off its head in one go. Um, but it, it just catches on, he's wearing a shield on his back, and it just, like, chinks on the shield. And, oh, like, oh, it just rings through your arm. And you actually have to look at the blade, because you're pretty sure you damaged the blade. Uh, but you don't actually even see a nick on it. Uh, you're lucky this time. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so that didn't work. I mean, I don't, I don't mean to be, like pushy here. I mean, I can't really take down a Goliath, but I could really really use some of his parts. Hakari, uh, Rosemary, pick me up again and I'll use my super sharp magical elven blade to chop off his head, alright? Okay. You have to throw you? No, you don't. Just pick me up and I'll, 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 I'll chop off his head. Okay. So, Burbage up. Alright. Burbage, give me an attack. As you can see, we favor needless complexity in our plans. I noticed. <laughs> also, this didn't go well last time I picked up Burbage, so. You're standing on the edge of a cliff. Too. Yeah. At least he's unlikely to fumble. Certainly hits. Uh, you also have sneak attack. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Do I need it? <laughs> um, <laughs> let's say yes. So there's okay. that. Let's enjoy this massive overkill. No, let's see here. Um... If sneak attack is triggered from the attack with dianethine, I get plus one d6. Okay, so I'm gonna roll... You have eight d6 for your sneak attack here. 29. So 39 uh, damage. Uh, you cut straight into well, its neck. 41 damage. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 41 damage, because of that extra there. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's enough to cleanly slice off the head. The body just tumbles to the ground. Okay, Clem immediately runs up, and I start just pulling little tiny vials and pots and things out of my different bags. Okay. And I want to get, um, I want to get blood if I can. Uh huh. I want to maybe uh, just pull out a little dagger and cut away some flesh. Okay. And put that in like a little container. Um, is there any like? Did you say there's like a brain injury? Could I get at like brain matter easily without having to crack open the skull or? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a piece of the skull is kind of loose. You could probably just cut into it a little bit and get it. So yeah, I'm just gonna like pry into it a little bit and get the brain matter as well. Oh. And I just turned. To, I like look so excited and I'm like, oh, so did I also mention that I'm, I'm an alchemist and I I really like having new parts and fluids to try my experiments on. I mean, you never know. Right, this thing is a zombie. Maybe there's something yeah. really cool we could do with all of its innards, you know? True. Uh, give me a medicine check with advantage because you've kind of done stuff like this before. Has Burbage ever chopped off somebody's head before? Not straight so. in one go, no. He didn't get splashed with blood or anything, did he? Uh, uh probably. probably a little bit, yeah. Um, oh. I probably did too. I rolled a seven and an eight. Yeah, you 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 kind of are hurried trying to do this uh, a little bit. Um, it's it's kind of cold. Your fingers are a little bit numb, uh, but you you get most of what you want. Uh, none of it seems incredibly new or or fascinating, but uh, 
but you can take it back to study later if you want. I mean, I'll still, we can still respect the dead and all that, you know, but just... Respecting the dead? We can't, well, we could burn him. We could burn him. I got fire. I just, Um, you know, sometimes you take what you can get. Yeah, Snow Mountain Baller, you would know that... Snow Mountain Baller every time. Goliaths are always, your tribe especially, has always been, you burn the dead. Yeah, I'm going to look at him. Um, I'm trying to figure out what tribe he's from. And also, if I can tell, I'm not probably going to be able to. So two different things. I'm trying to figure out what tribe he was from. And if I knew him, that's part of that. And then, um, like, what killed him. All right. Um, yeah, you sort of remove some of that that hide that, he, that the body was wearing. Uh, and you see on the back um, kind of a large white tattoo um, of what looks to be a, an animal's paw with uh, claw marks going out of it. This is a, a scout uh, of your tribe is what you would know from this. Okay, did I know him? I should have then, right? Um, At least kind of. Uh, yes, he was He was pretty young. Like, he's still only about 18 right now. Um, though he's got kind of a full beard and stuff. Uh, so, so looking at him, he actually was a kid when you sort of left uh he was just a little bit younger um he wasn't actually a, a warrior at this point he didn't have his tattoos but he's probably gotten his like name at this point which is like stormbringer like cool. you're given a name right. when you become a, an actual warrior of the tribe and stuff. Yeah. his name is also stormbringer like stormbringer <laughs> yeah i got it <laughs> um but you don't know his you don't know that name yet uh but you do recognize him yes and what do I think killed him? Like, don't say a brain injury, like a monster or something. That's what I'm going for. Yeah, it's something large and blunt, is what you would guess. You don't see really slashes or anything. Like a weapon or like a rock? Uh, yeah, maybe a rock falling on him a couple times would have done it. <laughs> a couple times? Yeah. Okay. The boulder falling on him a couple times. Accidentally a few times. Yeah. Was this like a real Mufasa moment, or was yeah, it just a bounce, a couple of bouncing rocks? Wait, was it a was it a piggy and Lord of the Flies moment? Oh no. Ooh. Ooh. Weirdly enough, that's the third Lord of the Flies reference I've heard this week. I don't really? know why. That's huh. Yeah. Synchronicity. Uh, Cherry just gonna sort of. Besides the like, I know I focused mostly on the injuries. Um, in the sense of how's he doing? Not great. Yeah. Uh, but would I have anything, any other sort of insights into what could generate those kinds of injuries? Uh, yeah, it, it would be something large and something blunt. So okay, but, but so importantly, it's it's large. It doesn't look like it was like a fist right. punching so like a, a normal like medium sized creature's fist right. hitting him repeatedly, or even like a club or something. We're talking boulder, right? It, it seems it seems kind of wide and round the injuries, uh, so something with a lot of girth uh, to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now you've used the words grinding and girth. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you have. That's a little sexual. Um, what about what could be like have caused the zombieism? Uh, give me a religion check. Okay, Makari. A uh, BT dub. The two parts stopped moving. The body has the the the, the as like, as ah, uh, ah. 
as Clem is working on the the head, it's still oh. Jaws kind of. Oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. Oh, this is this is fine. Uh, stick in it. Yeah, it's not hard to control it at this point, but I'd also like to see if there's any magic affecting it, if that's possible. Yeah, please. Yeah, give me an Arcana check. Well, let me guess. I roll the one. You roll a five. Sorry. Oh my god. And <laughs> uh, sorry, just as the, the plug, the cantrip guidance makes you or your friends better at skill checks. Use it early. Use it often. <laughs> Seventeen for Arcana. Yeah. Uh, so you cannot think uh, how how or why this would be a religious thing. Um, it just okay. it's far beyond you, Hakari. However, um, and, and Galway, uh, really, Charity would really understand. Far. <laughs> far beyond me. Far beyond you. But Charity, that far, a couple yards. You would see that uh, there doesn't seem to be anything. He doesn't seem to currently be under any spell. Um, that if there is something magic associated with this, it's something deep and ingrained, nothing recent, if that makes sense. So it's not as if a raised dead right. or something yeah. ilk has been cast on him. I'm not going to say... So little concerning that I don't see evidences of necromantic magic on him. Stop biting. Stop it. I, I, I stick a stick. I take this really big, like, thick stick and stick it in this. In his jaw. Have I ever seen anything like this in the mountains? Here? Um, give me a history check. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a snow mountain baller. <laughs> I wish I had a girl that looked good. I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat and a six full and all. Crit success. Ooh. So <laughs> Darcy crit hit their song and <laughs> Rachel crit hit her history check. Woo woo. That's a total of 24. Wow. Um, wow, Rachel. I'm playing an actual intelligent character. Finally, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Rachel, you have seen something like this once before. It was you came across another Goliath uh, years ago doing something kind of odd like this, but before you could even get close, before you could investigate, uh, probably about five or six other Goliaths on horseback caught up to it uh, and and captured it and, and took it away. And I never, like, saw anything else weird happen afterwards or anything? Just, nope, I saw it and they took it and that was it? Yeah. Okay, so I would just say I would share that with everybody that, like, I've seen, I've seen something like this a while ago, but it's, uh, I don't really know what it was. The Goliaths took him away, and uh, nothing ever came of it. So I don't know if I'm really much help right now, but it's definitely not new. So, quick question, because uh, I got to enjoy a nice beach holiday with some reading. It wasn't good reading for the beach, but, uh... Just a couple of terms. Do they ring any bells for either you, Clem, or you, Stormbringer? Uh, Twilight Temples slash Fermidian of the Shadow Knowledge. Did Charity say Stormbringer or did he say Snow Mountain Baller? <laughs> oh. Probably Stormbringer. Yeah. Should I. Am I too fascinated by what I'm doing to have heard that? Or. Because Clem is really 
excited. Uh, the name, you, you don't even, you know they're lying about the names at this point. <laughs> you don't know which ones are real. <laughs> they just Fair. keep saying all kinds of random names. You know they're, you just don't know which one is. Yeah. Yes, uh, I have. Um, yeah. Andy gave me notes and I have access to them. Uh, y yeah, I've, I've heard of the Twilight Temple. It's a, I've only heard of it. It's a very, very scary place. I'm Snowman and Baller, and I've heard of Shadowknowledge. Um, You've heard of what? Shadow Knowledge. And then there was that book you were reading that on the spine it said Fromidian of the Shadow Knowledge, so I've also heard of Fromidian of the Shadow Knowledge, or whatever the words are. Um... But I heard of Shadow Knowledge, like, before that, like, you understand, like, I only heard of that when you were reading the book on the beach, but I'd heard of Shadow Knowledge prior to that. You, you get it? So, to add on to these kind of things, so, to continue, that I know that the Twilight Temple is a place of, uh, of undeath, one could say. There's uh, a lot of decay and really terrible creatures. The Goliaths know about it. And uh, they were very, very clear with me that if I go there, I will never leave. What Goliaths know about that, Clem? Which, who told you that? That was a different tribe uh, further to the south that is now broken off from kind of the main tribes. It's a different tribe that's, uh, that's broken off to the south. They told me about this Twilight Temples and... Yeah, they said that it's it's filled with decay and undeath, and if I went there, I would never leave. Look, as, I don't know. As a Goliath clum, I think I would know if we knew about a Twilight Temple. I'm just, you know. Again, baller. I'm not questioning your knowledge. I'm just <laughs> sharing my specific experience. It might be different from yours, but this is just what I've been told. Maybe it's happened since you left. I haven't been gone that long. When did they tell you? Uh, you ran into them probably about six months ago. It was about probably six months ago. Oh, okay. That's, I mean, that is like that, that timeline that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so do you trust me now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I trust anybody, I might stay up all night watching my friends just in case. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I was warned by the small one that uh, that you killed the last person who was with your party. So uh... he, got, he got better. Oh, he did. Get better. <laughs> I got better. better in like a Twilight Temple's undeath sort of way, in a, like a headless Goliath in front of us sort of way. Or no, no, no. I'm pretty sure this one isn't up to having sex with anyone. Oh, jeez. That's some judgment oh. right now. I mean, you don't know my life. <laughs> you talking about the Goliath. <laughs> you, I'm concerned that you think I was. Uh, also, should we burn Bitey McGee here? Yeah, we should do it in like the proper Goliath way. If you let me and Baller over here, we can uh, we can work together to to put together a, a proper Goliath burning. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do with your dad. It's kind of weird that he wasn't burnt. I mean, he looks like a scout. So maybe he was on his own and they couldn't find him. Um, but he's dead, so they should have burned him. Maybe he ended up dead at the Twilight Temples and nobody was there with him to boin him. To boin him? Do you know where this Twilight Temple is? Like, did they say or just tell you to never go there but not tell you where it is? 
Yeah, I totally know where it is. I know everything in the mountains. <laughs> Do I know where it is? No, no. <laughs> not exactly. Okay, so maybe not exactly. But it did sound like she knew it was south. Right, it's probably somewhere south of here, but that's all you know. It's southish. Oh, kind of like how he was walking south really determinedly and only got aggressive when I stopped him from walking that way. Oh, hey, maybe we should just, like, maybe we could take his head kind of as like a compass in whichever direction he kind of doesn't maybe bite in. We could just kind of go that direction. Oh, that's a really good idea. We should do that. And we should go there instead of to find it. Like uh, it's like a Goliath undead dowsing rod. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that south is the opposite direction of where we were going, which is just so convenient. Yeah, I mean, we could do both, and you could just, you know, I could get a little no, bit of extra no. company for a little while. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. We don't know. It's okay. We could just go south. Yeah. Do you have something to say? You look concerned. Me? <laughs> no. No, that was to charity. He, uh, he always looks concerned. It's, it's kind of his deal. Making hand movements that I can't tell if there's. A uh, quick reminder, Hikari, uh, yeah. you do have stuff like raise dead or speak with dead. Oh uh, yeah, I do. Wait, I just looked through mine. And prepare. It didn't, um, it didn't have it on here. You could prepare. I'm saying for tomorrow or something if you want. Okay, how about I prepare those for tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow morning when you wake up, you can People, prepare those with your god. I forgot about them because I didn't have them on my list. Yep, just in case. But I could prepare both guess. of those tomorrow, and then we could yeah. maybe something like that. I thought I did. All right, we've got we've got sort of a whole litany of things that we might do in the morning then. Yeah, maybe we could burn the body but keep the head, and I could maybe tinker a little bit at nighttime to come up with some kind of dousing rod compass. Huh? It sounds like it could be fun. Sure. This feels like, I don't know, kind of like disrespectful. What if we burn the head after we get there? There you go. I mean, I mean Goliaths I use maybe. every part of the animal they kill, right? So, I mean, we're just using every part of the Goliath while it's necessary. We didn't kill him. I'm also questioning, are we trying to get to the Temple of Undeath? <laughs> or are we trying to get to a tribe of Goliaths? I mean... <laughs> I was told not to go there because I would die, but now I've got the four of you, and you guys look really strong, so I feel like maybe we could handle it if I'm not just by myself. And I have heard there is some good shit there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Under whose qualifications of good shit? Because you, like, attacked that man's head like a squirrel that hadn't seen an acorn in three months when i make a potion tomorrow morning using some of those things and it helps you out you'll be glad i did it oh is that gonna fuck up my face it might <laughs> just point me at what we're burning the body i think um and and then you're i guess you're right charity and we should go we should focus on our original plan because it's important to find the thingy that we're looking for that's I'm not supposed to talk about probably. Nobody ever told me not to talk about it, but... Follow that instinct. Follow that instinct. You're good. I have no interest at all in the thing that you're definitely not supposed to be talking about. <laughs> I heard nothing. Thank you, Clem. Good. So, alright, so let's burn the body and then maybe we, we... What time is it? Can we transition into camping? 
It's it's about uh, noon, essentially, at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can stop and go. have a nice little fire. I could put on some lunch. You can stop here for the day and then the night if let's, you want. Let's do that. Let's have a little well, lunch. I have to prepare my spell. It is, it's going to be a fire, and Clem did say that she would let me look through her books when we had a fire going. So There we go. So as the fire's going to go, Burbage is going to, first he's going to sing, Goliath burning in the Bavalian mountains. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so you, you spend the day making camp? Um, oh, are we? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not, no, I don't think um, we're making camp. I think that we're burning the body, and as long as that is happening, Burbage is asking Clem if he can go through all of the books that she I mean, oh, we I can go through the books together? Yeah, all right. It's fine by me. Let's do it. Just please get some branches piled. Just know that I will have my eyes on your little fingers the whole time, okay? Yeah, it's all right. Fine. I'm not going to steal anything unless you have the, you know, I'm not going to steal anything. Generally, you don't add it unless if you want somebody to trust you. Just Hey, yeah. words are just words, Clem. <laughs> That's very cyclical, but sure. It's a circular argument, but... All right, let's see what books you've got here. Barbara's going to go tearing through her book bags. What books do I have, Andy? Uh, you have Venus's Rise, um, which is uh, a book about some uh, astronomical uh, things. Um, this one's about the planets. Are you interested in the planets? Sometimes when the stars are aligned in a certain way, it affects the things that you do here. Nah, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in the ways larger forces affect individual actions. I personally am a Scorpio. What do you think you would be if we looked at the stars when you were born? I'm probably... What would I be? I guess probably like some kind of... I have no of... idea what makes a Scorpio a Scorpio. It was just the first one that <laughs> came to my mind. Probably a Gemini. Hey, that's what actual Rachel is. What actual what Rachel actual is. Rachel, that's what actual Adam is. The Tomb in the Air. Uh, that's about a weird uh, sort of floating uh, tomb. Uh, the Ember in the Forest, which is uh, elf erotica. This um, one is especially spicy if you're interested in a little bit of a... What combinations of uh, genitals are in that book? I really enjoyed the phrasing of that question. I know, that was a great... <laughs> There's all combinations. Oh, really? Yeah. Alright, Burbage isn't going to try to steal it, but he is going to set that aside to talk about later. If you would like to borrow it for the night, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't say no. Just make sure the pages stay clean, please. I don't like my pages to stick together. You know, you know what's funny? My first check in this entire campaign was to look for smart in the library. Oh, and I finally yeah. found some that I might like. How about that? There's just so many genitals. <laughs> so many genitals. All right, Andy, you don't need to read all the titles. Okay. Is art... <laughs> Unless you really, really want but to. Can you? Because I'm totally down for role-playing. Just an hour of books. He'll do it. Yeah. The, the, the crystal door of Javon. The... <laughs> are, okay, so, um, so here's the thing. So yeah. are any of them clearly labeled... The process of a Tirana, and also Burbage with his background in thieving and sneaking into people's homes at night. And this has come up before that he's he's been exposed to weird magical tricks before. Yeah. And I think in the cave with the Alhoon, 
that actually kind of informed his ability to tell that like the one book or paper was something different. Burbage is going to draw on that kind of arcana knowledge to see if any of these books could be have are, are more than what the cover kind of shows. Give me an arcana check, please. Thirteen. Okay. Um, so with a thirteen, you one of the books uh, has, is older and and sort of leather bound. Uh, it's it's called the Book of Many Things, and uh, it does have a few what looks to you to be kind of magical runes etched into the to the leather work. Is this similar to the deck of many things? Shut up! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Adam doesn't know what that is. Yep, no, nope, sorry. I don't have <laughs> way too much knowledge about D&D things. It's fine, I'll be quiet. So it has some, it seems like it seems like it has some magic to it, but it doesn't seem like it is the process of a Tirana in disguise. All right. Hey, do you happen to have um, sort of like a piece of paper that you use to have people check out books from your personal collection. Like... I did that once just to trick some friends. As if I was a library. Uh, yeah. A library. Are you a library? I mean, I guess you could check things out while you're with me. How about this? I'll give you five count drops for this elven erotica <laughs> and this book of many things. So you know that I'm not like a rube, right? I did grow up in a city and have like a business and things. I understand how trade works. Oh yeah, but oh, well, you, yeah, oh, I see what's going on. You've been in the mountains for 40 years. One thing that's happened on the outside, cow drops are the world currency now. <laughs> Standing with like the pile of branches and sort of pushing some more branches together. Are you giving me caltrops to borrow them? Yes, and then and you can even keep the caltrops when I turn the books back in. Oh, good, I did. They're so valuable. Because otherwise, it would have been like this was down just in case. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm gonna destroy your caltrops because you destroyed my books. I'm not gonna destroy your books. <laughs> you won't, because I'll be watching you. Alright, so I'm going to take five count drops. And wait, which books do you want? You want the erotica with all the genitals? The elven erotica. <laughs> and this one, I don't know, this one, this one, it just looks like a boring one. And which one is that? The Book of Many Things. Yeah, would I just give that away, Andy? Would I let uh, <laughs> Probably not. That's not going to probably allow <laughs> a random person you met in the mountains. Yeah, so... I'm just going to pick it out of your hands. I'm going to be like, this one's actually real special to me. So I can maybe read something to you from it if you'd like to learn some things. But otherwise, I'm going to keep this one close to my breast, if you know what I mean. You know, you're only one inch taller than me. You can't just dangle it above me like that. I can, I'm can. i not going to take it back. That would be rude. Okay. <laughs> Look, I just, you know, maybe later. No, I wasn't holding it above you like you were a child. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. I would love to just take a look at the book later with your supervision, like in a library, like in the room where the old, really old texts are. How about we talk about it when the time comes? Yeah, all right. Let's talk about it the next time we're heading into some sort of battle, some sort of life-threatening situation. Sure, we need to have some kind of side chat. I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, in the meantime, I'm going to be over here looking at this elven erotica. Burbage camp out.
Have I managed to build sort of a, a pile of wood for the pyre? Yeah, so Stormbringer, uh, this is actually something that you were trained in pretty well. As a member of, like, the royal tribe uh, family, you were kind of in charge of some of these pyres. And so you would instruct Charity on kind of the type of wood and what exactly how to how to make them for this Goliath. Um, and it, it, it kind of comes back really easy to you. Um, and it's it's not something you've purposefully pushed away all of these Goliath sort of things over the last year or so. And so kind of doing this again is bringing up a few emotions. Well, this is, um, this is a fun time. I like funeral pyres a lot. Um, anyway, are we gonna, are we gonna keep going? Sounds good. Charity's just gonna point at it and create a bonfire at the edge of the wood pile. Nice. Yeah, you lay the body on it, uh, and it doesn't take long between before the, the fire turns to ash and smoke, and, uh, you sort of leave the pyre. Uh, it's supposed to burn out on its own, and you've made sure that it's not gonna start a fire or anything. You're very cautious about this. Um, just so, burn his head too. Did you want to burn his head too? I just kind of feel like maybe we should burn his whole body, you guys, and maybe like we can find a different compass to find the twilight. I, I get it. It's it's fine. I understand the rituals are important, and sometimes I can get a little carried away with my science, and I don't want to offend you on our first day together. Our first date? Ooh. Day. Day. <laughs> date together. Date together. First date together. <laughs> Listen, I get that I'm like a hot commodity out here, but let's just <laughs> let's just take it a little easy, okay? You're kind of short for me. Anyways. I haven't even gotten out the aphrodisiacs yet. <laughs> do you have whoopsie berries? No, don't give him drugs. You do have whoopsie berries, Clem. Yeah. So you place the the head on the the pyre as well, um, and you do almost kind of hear like a then a a sigh. Of relief almost come from the body, the head, uh, and you turn your back, uh, heading further into the mountains, to uh, to find the Goliath tribe. Another four or five hours trek, you come across uh, the kind of the top of a peak now, and you're. Is it dark yet? No, right. it's okay. about four or five in the afternoon. Then at this point, and. Uh, oh yeah, I know you, how time works. You're now a, a peak or so away from where the tribe is camping. Um, however, as you come over the top of this peak, you now see in the distance, on that other peak, a large pillar of black smoke. And let's go ahead and take a quick break here, uh, and then we'll come back with the exciting conclusion of the episode, Meet Clem! Woohoo! Woohoo! Be back in a minute, everybody. Bye! Bye! This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play shorter campaigns, one-shots, and have conversations about D&D and games in general. For more information about us, check out our website at helpfulgoat.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Helpful Goat, or chat with us and the rest of the Helpful Goat community on our Discord server using the link in this episode's description. For more of our shared gaming projects and live streams, check us out on Twitch, where we are Helpful Goat, or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. If you want to support us, you can make a donation on our coffee page by following that link in the episode description, 
or you can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podcast Addict. We are a growing community of friends who enjoy playing games, storytelling, and role-playing, and we would love for you to join us as we cultivate a positive and helpful online space together. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.